Welcome to Beholder's Eye, Season 2. Evil is consuming the multiverse. Only the Crucian crew. Usk. Lizard man, Druid. Rosie Hannah Iron Cold Lee Green Roe Black Bluebeard, aka Rosie, Gnome Artificer Bard. Lynn, the ever changing performer. Drathan, inspiring leader, Scourge Azamar, Paladin of the Ancients, can save reality from utter destruction. All right, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? All right, so we picked up uh, right after the battle with uh, Lita and her Inquisitors. There were some wolves and a wolfman kind of running in the woods, so we just decided to run away. We go up the mountain under an invisibility spell by Lynn, and as we're traveling up, we see uh, a wyvern and a white dragon fighting each other. On the ground, there are some giants who are, like, betting on who's going to win, and then they happen to see Rosie's dog... Reyna. So they happen to see uh, Reyna, who is not under the invisibility spell, and they want a snack. Uh, so Lynn drops the invisibility spell and casts command on them, causing them to run away. And then we run in the opposite direction, but they give chase. And then Usk saves us by creating a wall of stone so that they can't get past. And then we run into the dragon, the white dragon, who has uh, Air Genasi riding on it. Um, and we talk them up and... He, Aeschylus, takes us up to the city in the sky, which is called Oriana. Yep. So you are flying up to the city in the sky. Um, As I I mentioned on the last episode, as you're flying over that, you see the majority of the city seems to be almost uh, dead, unused. Around the center of the city, you do see the large dragon temple, and there are a few blocks around it that seem to be, that are walled off, and you see light coming from it, so it's clear that there is, um, you know, that's where, where people are living at this point. So, first of all, before we uh, any, anything happens, did you guys have any questions? Anything you wanted to ask of Aeschylus or um, the dragon whose name I, for some reason, cannot remember, Aeolus? Okay, so we talked with him about, did we talk with him about helping find the castle? Yeah, he, he said he had some kind of idea of where it might be. If I remember and correctly. they told us about, you know, the wyverns moving out into that area um, and that they are aware of the blue dragon who we set free. Has this city always been here? Aeschylus says, well, not always, but for a long time, yes. we. At one point it was much more populous than what you're seeing now, but yes, it's, it's been here for a long time. Hey, you know, means plenty of, you know, open real estate. Yes. That is something that's very true. Um, when we when we were a full city, when we were a full people, we all lived in these buildings you see below, and each had their own own room for their family, and everyone was living in in equal apartments at the time. And after after the war, though, obviously a lot more space. So now most of us live. We, we get a whole building to ourselves, which I guess is the positive thing to see sometimes. Yeah, plenty of room to kind of stretch out, you know, uh, really get to decorate the place. You know, I've only ever lived in places that you get like a bedroll in the corner somewhere and you've got like 10 other people living in there. So, yes. do we know about the war? Yeah. What war are you talking about? The war with the Empire. Oh, you fought with them? Yeah, we established this last time. Yeah. Oh, they did fought. we? I'm sorry. They fought with them. That's how they lost most of their dragons and many of their people. Yes. Oh, we felt the Empire was a threat to us, so we joined many of the people below as they entered Pinewall, and um, 
yes, and so we lost the majority of, of people at the Battle of Aethon Wade. Over a thousand of our people were killed there. That's terrible. I'm sorry to hear it. Well, those that survived came back. They were changed, diseased. Yes, they were spread around. Uh, it was called Krovov's Gaze. Those who were infected with it would bleed from the eyes, die within four to five days. If it weren't for Aeolus here, and he patched the dragon, who came in and was able to save us, sent by the, the god, uh, sent by the god Aeolus, save those of us who survived to rebuild and grow. Wow. You've been saved by the gods. That's amazing. Yes, though he doesn't like to brag too often. Aeolus here is the avatar for the, the elemental god, the elemental air dragon, god of Aeolus. That's pretty impressive, you know? I, I think you've got plenty of reason to brag if you're a, an avatar of a god and also a dragon. I'd brag if I was a dragon. Can you turn into a dragon? What? No, I do the invisible thing. What are you talking about? You also turned into that lady. No, I didn't. <laughs> right. Wink, wink. <laughs> and they're just going to look at you just confused. When you were wearing the dress. <laughs> well, yes, I was wearing a dress for quite a while. Well, and then we ran through the portal, remember? And you went around the corner, came back as a lady. Didn't no. fit in because your dress was a little bit less nice, but it was the same dress. Um, remember, I went to go use the restroom and then we were talking to each other in our minds and then went through the portal that brought us out to the woods. He, uh, he'll just imitate the wink that wrote <laughs> Very poorly and overly obvious. No, it was a beautiful dress. Probably really popular in that city, if I'm being honest. So maybe you saw somebody else? This this Krovar's gaze, is it a spell, a device? As far as I know, it's a disease. Disease. Yes. Caused, caused by the Empire? I'm not sure. That's the assumption that many of us have made. But all we know is that our countrymen our brethren came back from the battle and they had this disease it spread very quickly did any of them grow like extra limbs or anything like that or weird mutations i've seen that happen with some people who fought the empire they bled from the eyes and though we don't go out into the unwalled city too often my sister sophie used to quite frequently before she left she would say that she saw some of them up walking around, still bleeding from the eyes, moaning, but quite clearly dead. Oh, mm. that's very disturbing. Yes. The unwalled city, where is that? What you see below you, the parts that are in... You see, you see the city where the buildings are dark, there's clearly nobody moving around. We all, those of us that are left, there's only about 150 now, all live near the temple, under the watchful eye of Aeolus. Is there only the city here? Like, there's there's not, like, land or anything? It's just a city? We're in the sky. I know, but it could be floating on the floating island. I don't know. But is this yeah, all of question. your people? Are there not other cities? This is all that's left. There are no other cities that I know of. Like I said, my sister left, and she left with a few others. Last I've heard, she maybe died in some fighting. So we have, under the guidance of Aeolus, decided that it is best to restrict the leaving of the city at this point. And you guys should probably have as many babies as possible. You know, if you're looking to have more people, making more people helps. Yes. <laughs> that, that's a good idea. Just in case you guys didn't think about it, you know, I thought I'd throw it out there. <laughs> Most of us who are left were not of breeding age when we were saved. Oh, that can be a problem. Yeah. 
but the great thing about people is if they stay alive long enough, they grow up to be in breeding age, so. Yes, about where we're at now, yes. Yeah, and, and this great <gasps> dragon here, Aeolus, you know, they'll keep them safe long enough so that they can have plenty of babies, and there's plenty of free real estate, so it's a good housing market right now. If yes. <laughs> your people are not supposed to leave, why were you down below? Well, I am the high priest, of course. I can leave along with Aeolus under his watchful eye. To protect the city, right? Yes. I don't know if you remember the wyverns that we were fighting minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) This is a really big city to be flying over it for so long. (laughs) Yes. Well, there were many of us before. I assume at some point we're going to land. So, uh, you do land... You, you fly toward the temple, and it's as though the belly of the dragon, of the, the temple itself that looks like a dragon, opens up, and Aeolus flies in top-down and lands inside. In there, you see that the temple is obviously quite large, and looking straight up, you can't quite see the ceiling because it does get too dark that high up. Wow. It's extremely ornate, beautifully polished marble. And you'll notice that the uh, the buildings, and just to give you an idea of what the city like looked like, the buildings that you flew over um, all had domed roofs on them. Um, the, the lighted part, you can see that it is more blue domed. As you land in here, and as you got close to the city, you do see that there are plenty of mosaics made out of tile that seem to be the chief decoration of the city itself. You see that within here, there's the... the uh, uh, the, t- the mosaics themselves seem to tell some kind of story, though you're not exactly sure what it is at a glance, but you're sure it is some sort of either religious or historical, sig- of religious or historical significance. Aeschylus says, all right, my friends, welcome. Wow. We are more than happy to give you a building for yourselves for the night if you would like. How long are you planning on staying with us? Well, with a thriving real estate market like this, you know, it could be weeks. <laughs> now, what, we're just stopping I, I, in for the night? Two nights? I just need to rest up a little bit. And then I think we need to go find this. Um, what would we call it? Are we looking for a castle? Are we looking for a... We don't know. Do, yeah, we? do we know? Okay. F- um, Fortress of Evil? Yeah. Well, I mean, Mother Caldona's whatever bullshit she's pulling over here. The Soul Sucking Palace. Yeah. That's a good name. Palace of Soul Sucking. Yes, and Lord Aeolus has found that, as I mentioned before, so we can direct you to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We appreciate your hospitality. We have not had visitors in quite a while. It would be beneficial for us, or not beneficial, but we would enjoy, if, if you rest up a little bit, actually hosting you a little so you can have some wine, have some good food. Are we talking a party? Yes, I guess you could call it that. That would be... It's been a long time since we've we've had any outsiders, so that would be enjoyable if you're up for it. Oh, totally. And a, and a nice party will be great for your baby-making initiative. <laughs> Lynn? Ixnay on the ABC. I'm sorry, that's a language I don't speak. Uh, what is that, Draconic? Yes, I am sure. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> no, it, it, mm, I just look at Lynn. Sorry, Lynn's not used to people. <laughs> That's okay. Neither are we at this point. Well, I guess you're made for each other then. I may not be, you know, used to people, but I am great at parties. Yeah, you proved that last time we were at a party. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, a couple you weeks wore that dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though I, I wouldn't like to bring out my ball gown for this one. I would love to partake of your of your unique, you know, style advancements that you have here. Oh yeah, what does his clothing look like? So his clothing looks like a, uh, he's wearing a long robe, also has kind of the uh, white and blue colors that you've seen everywhere else around here. Um, On his chest, he wears a plate with um, 12 individual stones on it. Um, He lets you know that this is, if if you ask about it, he says this is his ephod, which is a a device used for prayer. Religious. So not everybody's going to be wearing that, right? No, no, only those, only myself and the priestesses, other priests, of which there are a significant portion now, but yes. Hmm. Do you have like a civilian clothing industry or a place I could go buy some clothes? We don't really... Barter for some? Maybe trade a story or two? We've got plenty of clothing for you if you'd like some. Oh, I I would love some. Now, I must let you know that it's not quite so ornate. Um, We Orneonans... We do hold reverency for the priesthood, and and we feel that that should stand out. So the clothes themselves are not quite so lavish, if that's what you're expecting. That's okay. We can can judge it up a little bit if we need to. (laughs) Okay. So um, Escalese gives you all uh, some clothing, if you like. It's just uh, tan pants and um, uh, tan shirts. There's no difference between the male and female besides the cut. And um, they have the cross stitch, or not cross stitch, but the, the cross um, strings that you tighten around your neck. Kind of the yes. lacing. Lacing, thank you. Nice. These are really kind of flowy. I like the earth tones. I'll have to take mine in a little bit. <laughs> She's standing there with like sleeves that are three feet too long. <laughs> Yes, we. I believe we have some children wear for you. Oh, that would be better. <laughs> so there's some uh, servants or helpers of the church. You're not sure who who bring you some children's clothes. Oh, this is much better. Thank you. Would you like some good good berries? <laughs> good oh, berries? Yes. Usk makes some. And with that, Usk just pulls, uh, makes some more. He put his hand in his bag and hide it like he did before. Then makes some. <laughs> <laughs> those too. Oh, huh. very nice. Very nice. Are good berries the same, like, berry regardless of who makes them, or does it, like, is it flavored by the person who does the magic? Uh, I, is it I like the latter. I've never, thought, I've never thought of that <laughs> the, the, before. The spring of mistletoe is the only thing it requires. It just says it makes berries, so I guess it'd be the person who makes it. Yeah. So with the air Bacon flavored berries? good berries. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So... Yeah, the uh, so the there are uh, three priestesses who make their own good berries of uh, different tastes. Um, they're all quite good quality. Doxa, Escalia, and Daliax. I'll make uh, Doxa, different berries if you'd like to try them. One is very hearty, kind of cheese flavor. Um, the other makes one that uh, it, it tastes like a really good. A really good um, bird of some kind. You're not sure. And the third one tastes a lot like you're drinking a sweet wine. Screw grab like try and get more of the bird one if he can. Meat flavor. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, is these are fascinating. These are yes. delicious. It's one way we've been able to stay up here without any agriculture. The need to hunt. Huh. Oh, that makes sense. Do so. Is it just the priests that make those, or does everybody make those? No, 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 not everyone. Some of the priests do. Huh. And we make sure that 
as we get into the baby-making stages, the younger generation will also have this knowledge that we will pass down. And that will be very useful. Yeah. Huh. Cool. So it seems like the whole town comes out for this. They blow on some horns, letting everyone know. And people seem more than willing to be ready to drink. As he mentioned, everybody looks here to be maybe maybe 30, 32, 33 at the eldest. Here are probably the oldest people. Everyone else seems to be somewhere between their... Um, really, well, early 20s and late, te- uh, late or early 20s and early 30s. And they're not of baby-making age? They are now. Understand? They weren't whenever everyone else died. Oh, okay. Well, that it. was about, what, 25 years ago? Something like that we established? Quarter of a yeah. century? Mm-hmm. Okay. On the same page now. Got it. Um, so. Oh, my goodness. Lynn will be looking out for somebody to leave the party who doesn't come <laughs> back. Okay. Mm-hmm. There, there's no trees or anything up here at all, is there? Nope. Damn. I haven't got my sneaky way back. No bamfing out of here, Usk. Is this wine made from the good berries? Yes. It is quite excellent. Very unique compared to normal means of making wine. Yeah, I've never had chicken-flavored wine before. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a uh, it's a small batch that... Uh, uh, Deloxia put together. Yeah, and is th- is this bubbles? Is there bubbles in here? Yes, yes. She found that uh, a carbonation method that also worked well with the fermenting process. It's unheard of and seems counterintuitive, but she discovered it. I, I, once again, we have to thank Aeolus for his divine wisdom and departing yeah. the knowledge of Valius onto Deloxia there so she can make buzzly, bubbly chicken wine. <laughs> People who live in the air, infusing their beverage with air. Amazing. It seems so obvious, but nobody thought of it until Deloxia. Deloxia is just amazing. Does she build things too, or is she just more like a chef? She's a, a priestess and a chef. Okay. Is there anything else, or do they just eat good berries and wine? <laughs> they just eat good berries and wine. <laughs> You'll notice very quickly everybody's teeth is stained different shades of red <laughs> or purple. Um, is there any music or anything? Oh, yeah. They're playing music. What instruments are they using? A lot of pipes. They're big on the pipes here. You know, the pipes and other forms of woodwind. Mm-hmm. Nice bassoon. <laughs> Actually, yeah. That's uh, After she gets done with the, uh, with the cheese wine, Doxa comes out with her bassoon to serenade. Um, I was just going to pull out my pan flute and try to play along with them. So. Okay. Usk will pull out his flute as well and join in. The flute oh. he's never used to this point. <laughs> are people dancing? People are starting to dance, and uh, Doxia says, The only thing that would make this better would be a hurdy-gurdy. <laughs> That's also a wind instrument. <sighs> hey, I have one of those. <laughs> All right, everybody give me a performance roll, just for fun. Oh, let's do it. I love it. Oh, no. Crit fail. I had too much to drink. I was going to say, if they were all dancing, or if they were all playing, I would go dance. But never mind. I guess I'll be a bard for a 19. You can dance as a performance. As I play the hurdy-gurdy? Of course. How do you dance with the hurdy-gurdy? How do you not? How do you not? Like, it's the most romantic (laughs) instrument. You can't help but move your hips when you're cranking a (laughs) hurdy-gurdy. So, um... 
So Garrett first is the first to join with his pan Drathen. flute, but it or yeah. Drathen is the first to join with his flute. But uh, he's obviously somewhat drunk, and uh, it sounds Gary, more like Gary. a kazoo as he plays. <laughs> then, uh, hey, Gary, of try course, this one. I'm Drathen still. Sorry, Drathen. Drathen, <laughs> try this one. Usk joins in, saving the day, making a, a very solid effort there. What is what is Lynn playing? Uh, uh, that is a, a viola. <laughs> it's just the weirdest sound ever. Um, so he pulls out his viola, or they pull out their viola, and start playing. And then, uh, of course, Rosie jumps in with her hurdy-gurdy. And other than, than Drayton's misstep, drunken misstep to begin with, everybody cheers and has a really good time. After you're done with that, um, you you mentioned, uh, Lynn, you're looking for somebody to break off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, you see a uh, man who seems a little fidgety, uh, and he's he just uh, it just doesn't seem to be a part of the joyous bumping and grinding and, and dancing and singing that uh, the other Air Genasi have going on. And you do see him start to leave. Okay. Um... I'm going to try and subtly leave after them. Everybody's wearing basically the same clothes, right? Yep. Except okay. for the priests. Yep. yep. I'm going to I'm gonna slip out that door that they also go through. Okay. So you slip out the door following the man. He looks over his shoulder and catches... Or, or wait, are you stealthing? Give me a stealth roll. Uh, well, or I, I mostly I, I mostly would just be walking out. I'm, I'm not trying to be very stealthy. Okay. The man stops and, and looks back at you. Come here, come here. Oh, of course. That that was some beautiful music you played earlier. Oh, thank you. Yes, my my name is Tribex. Tribex. And, um, yes, I I believe. I'm so glad that you came out here after me. We. Uh, yeah, I thought I needed some some air. You know, it was a little bit warm in there. Yes, yes. We. You must help me. You must help us. There are many of us who want to leave, but we can't. Oh, really? Yes. Yes, Aeolus does provide for us, but we are effectively prisoners here. Oh, that's no good at all. Yes, though I believe I know a way for us to get off of this this floating island, this floating prison. Huh. I'm assuming it. jumping's I, I... not an option. No, no, it's been tried. Really? It did not go well, yes. People want to leave that path? People want freedom, do they not? Oh, of course, everybody wants freedom. Yes, so I, I, I was a... Uh, I was a, a librarian's apprentice, very young, when everything happened before, when the bleeding of the eyes happened. So I have a book, and it tells me that in the, the, the basement of the, the, the town hall, out in the unwalled portion of the city, there is a portal that will take us and free us. But I cannot get there. Why, why not? Because of the sprayers. Sprayers? Yes, those who were infected with the disease, who got the gaze. Please don't they say die. they spray blood from their eye. How did you know that? I just intuited it. Um, thank you for not saying it and letting me say it. <laughs> yes, because they do. They spray blood from their eyes. <laughs> that's that's very concerning. That's not usually where blood should come from. No. It really shouldn't come out of anywhere if you're doing your life right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bad sign. Always. It's just never... Yay, I'm bleeding. No one's ever been thought that something is completely normal because I'm bleeding. Yeah, anyway, Whether I've diverted this conversation. Your mouth. Yeah, um, wh what do you need help with, Tribex? Nose. Getting past them? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, and can is there... Me? Of course I can help you. Is there many of them? There's... Yeah, 
There's oh. a lot. We gotta sneak and be careful. We've got okay. Well, uh, I'm I'm good at that. Um, We're good. Yeah, yeah. Because you'll be and, bleeding like out of your toes. Oh, I, yeah. You know, I I've, I I you know, ran, I'm pretty renowned for keeping all of my blood in my body. So you know, that's good practice. Yeah, it, it is. So like, we'll we'll be golden going there. Um, do you think we need more help, or do you think it would be better if it was just the two of us? We should have more help because I don't know you, but probably. I can, and you don't, and you don't, you don't know me. But I, I, I would probably die very quickly. Oh, it's okay. I'm an expert at not dying so far. I've no. not died even once yet. <laughs> that's good. Which is a feat amongst our party. That's, that's, um, that's good odds. Yeah, it is. It is good odds. Both of us have a 100% survival rate so far. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but you you you've been free and traveled around and I I have been eating good berries and drinking good berry wine for all my life. Well there's so, nothing that builds the constitution like a hearty chicken carbonated wine. There's nothing <laughs> carbonated chicken wine. It's really good for for you. Have you, you know that's one thing I will 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 will, will miss is the chicken wine cuz also Escalia will will sometimes she'll if you pair it with a good gravy wine it's really it's delicious. You eat them together. Uh isn't gravy wine just gravy? Well, no, because it's it's made from good berries, so oh, it just okay. tastes like gravy. I, I think we've become diverted from our original topic again. We really oh. have. We're way <laughs> off track. Yeah, we have. Um, so so tell me, you said you know obviously you don't know me very well. No. But you you seem to want to put your trust in me to go do this thing that the dragon doesn't want you to do. Uh, yeah. Are, are there any of your others of your people who you yes. know of that want this also? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Okay. So could, could they help us? Would you show me to any of them or? Yes. You need to speak with Johanna. Speak with Johanna. Okay. That's Johanna with a J, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Of course it's with a J. That, that makes sense. You know, um, you, you don't have those really hard sounds, you know, very nice airy names in your language. Except for all the R's and X's, yeah. Yeah, tri Tribex <laughs> completely goes against my example, but that's what makes you unique, Tribex. Um, should I go tell my friends about it? Yeah. Maybe they can help us. That would be good. And then we could all go down there and live our lives as we, we, as we see fit, not under the rule of... You know, some white dragon who showed up and said that they're the avatar of, of God. Well, I generally believe dragons when they just show up. You know, they can eat you. That's very true. That's a very good point. Yeah, I, I, I tend to just defer to things that can eat me until I'm out of eating distance. Where's the wisdom? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll go tell my friends. Where should we meet you, Tribex? Um, we shouldn't go tonight because everybody's here. We should meet. Oh, we should meet at my apartment tomorrow. Okay. Um. We'll meet at your apartment tomorrow. Tell me, is uh your friend Johanna here at the party tonight? Yes. Okay. Um. What What does she look like? Well, she's an air genasi. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so she's tall. She's like she's fairly tall. You You'll know her. She's she she seems like she's talking down to everyone, and she kind of is, but she's also very caring. Oh, that's really nice of her. It's nice to know yeah. that people care, even if they look down on you. I can show you. I can introduce you. Oh, I, I think we'll be okay. You can introduce us tomorrow. Okay. You know, we can make we can make friends as a group, and that can really mm -hmm. help establish a group dynamic between us. Okay. 
Yeah. All right. Well, um, Doxa also made some good quesadilla wine, so I'm going to go in and try that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, go- you're going back? You're not going <laughs> to... Well, Why were you leaving to begin with? Because I was hoping... I thought I, you caught my eye, and I caught your eye, and so I left being like, hey, we should... Oh. In worst case scenario, you were like, let's breed. It didn't... Oh. <laughs> um, I don't do that. <laughs> Okay. Well, I didn't know that, and then you know. No, that's you saw that's me okay. We, we, we've we've set that out right up here, up front. You know. Yeah. You were well, like, though, hey, fine, you know, uh, we could breed, and I'm like, hey, I'm probably not even equipped to do that with you. So. I mean, okay, that's fine. I mean, the the thing with the the portal is much better, really, when you think about it. Uh, most. I mean, this worked certainly. out better than I thought initially. Yeah, like you had somebody actually like be receptive and kind of agree. That's probably really yeah. rare around here. Okay. You hang up. <laughs> okay. And yeah, I'll just walk right back inside. Um, yeah. So um, I'll sit down at the table with my friends. I'll be like, so I had the weirdest conversation. That seems I mean, like every conversation with you. No, this was yeah. weird for me. Uh, that must be very weird indeed. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, uh, nice fellow, though. Um, uh, he invited us over to his house tomorrow, so I I, okay. I took it on behalf of myself to, to accept. Um, you know, it was really nice of him after I declined to breed with him that he would invite us over to his house. Mm. Oh. And that was the weird thing. That was the least oh. weird part of this conversation. Really? Okay. Then what was the weird thing? Oh, I'll, I'll tell you about it later. Very well. Yeah, you, you never want to tell everything up front, you know? I mean, I suppose, but like, whatever. Okay, yeah, I mean, I'm down to go visit with some Arjanasi dude that wants to talk to you. Uh, He's not going to try to breed with all of us, is he? I don't think so, no. Okay. Uh, it, it seems like they're a little bit maybe 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 socially stunted, because um, I think I was correct in that they've got a mostly wine breeding and survival-based society currently, because mm. there's so, so, so few of them. But that makes for really good parties. Like, look at all these people dancing. Yeah, I mean... I didn't. I, I. I wouldn't say that socially stunted people usually make the best parties, but I mean, this works out pretty well. Well, when your society is based upon wine and breeding, it it makes for decent parties. I found, or at least interesting ones. <laughs> I think. I think with all of that discussion and stuff, Lynn is going to get up and dance the rest of the evening and kind of just mill about with people, talking to as many people as possible. Yeah. Really trying to get a, a view for this distinct culture out here. Alright. I think Drathan is drunk enough. He's just gonna summon Yorick right there. <laughs> and then like give him a bowl of the The berries. The the Yeah, yeah. Which which kind? Um Chicken favored, obviously. Yeah, he's gotta go with chicken favorite. I'm sure he'll enjoy there's, that. There's still so. berries, even though he's a you yeah. know, well, dairy first. So I'm yeah, that's that, true, actually. Yeah, most things are omnivores. What is Rosie doing? Um, unless there's something mechanically interesting to be investigating, she'd be out dancing too with Reyna, probably. If Reyna wants okay. to. Okay. Oh, I'll totally dance with Rosie if she wants. That sounds like fun. I th- yeah. Think she wants to dance with her dog. <laughs> <laughs> We, we can kind of like, you know, like that, like awkward, like three person, you know, we're all kind of in the circle <laughs> dancing with the dog. Yeah. Oh, sure, Lynn, I'll dance with you. Okay. Let's do this thing. Let's dance. 
And what is what is Usk doing during this? Usk is staying out of any form of limelight or anything. After he finished with his flute, he's trying to stay faded into the corner because he doesn't like big gatherings. <laughs> I rolled a 31 for dancing. Oh, <laughs> nice. Wow. That okay. is incredible. People are, are and, just uh, 27 by... on my end. Holy God, this is just people are like, wow, I've never seen dancing like this. A little known fact, the Air Genasi are the white people of the, uh, <laughs> the, the Great Isles, so their dancing is all very bad. Clearly, gnomes and changelings know how to do it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. I, I mean, think Rosie has a really good robot that she does, you know, that kind <laughs> oh, of really sure. mechanical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Lynn's yeah. trying to, you know, trying to extrapolate what they think air genasi dancing would be, um, you know, and trying to do really, like, kind of fluid, like, airy movements, um, you know, yeah. Right, which is what the air genasi are going for, but it's very stiff and awkward the whole time. It's, you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe this is why there's not so much breeding going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they seem to be okay. You know, it's, it's uh, got a bacchanalian-like nature to the to the, the party here. So, yeah, um, there are definitely people going off in pairs and tries and quads. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, people in their twenties. What are they going to be doing? Uh, yeah, just just dancing the night away. Unless any other suspicious people catch my attention. No. All cool. right. So you uh, is there anything else anyone else wants to do? before we just park you. I can't think of anything. Okay, so you do... Um, they they show you your apartment for the night, which is a three-story building, and um, Aeschylus, who's a little bit drunk, says, yes, nobody's, um, nobody's lived here for years, so have at it. Um, of course, you know, whatever's there, if, you know, mi casa su casa, you know what I mean? I that's, do not uh, speak that language. Sorry. Uh, it's, ele- it's elemental. Um, you know, my house is your house. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. I know I've never had an entire apartment to myself before. Huh. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, enjoy. Huh. Cool. Neat. I'm gonna like run to... in there giddily. I will join you. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you go in there, and um, there's the uh, lanterns outside have clearly been lit and are lit regularly, like every other house on the on the block but when you get inside you notice that um you know like he said nobody's been in here a long time there's a, a bunch of dust uh, looks like it's been untouched and um, oh man prestidigitation <laughs> i'll just be cleaning for a while this is the definition of a fixer-upper um you know i think we could really if we wanted to we could flip this especially in this prime real estate market up here so, is I anybody have, doing anything? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I have a, I have a feeling that they would probably not live with outsiders. Well, I, I don't expect we'll be living here for very long. Yes. I, I was thinking more big picture. A- anyway, since since we're here by ourselves now, and I, I can tell you, um, that friend who wanted us to meet them tomorrow, um, they're conspiring against the dragon. For what purpose? They want to leave. They're they're stuck here. Nobody's allowed leave. Like like they have no free will in the matter at all. Hmm. That is troubling. Right? Like like I get wanting to protect the people, but saying that hey, you're all on this island for your entire life until you die, and nobody except the high priest and the dragon can ever leave, is not great. You know, not a good look in my opinion. 
Yes, but the people seem happy. Well, the man I spoke to, you know, seemed very not happy with the situation, and he said he has friends that will also be there tomorrow. Okay. All we've seen is a party. And how would we help them escape? Uh, he said that there's a portal in the basement of the old town hall that's past um all of the dead people who spew blood out of their eyes between sorry, us and what? there. Uh, yeah, it's gross, and I'd rather not say it again. Um, Ugh. yeah, it's it's real bad. But you know, we're hardy adventurers. You guys have killed, you know, like a demigod and talked to dragons and survived. So I was thinking that maybe we could just escort them there to that building so they can do whatever they want. How do we know this portal goes to a safe place? Uh, we don't, but I think they should be able to make that choice. Hmm. Uh, so there's only this many of them left. Um, and they were all like little kids when this all went down. So they probably don't mm-hmm. even know what they're like looking at going to go do, do they? Like They want to be able to make the choice to go do what they want to do. Just because you don't know what you want to do doesn't mean that you shouldn't have the choice to make it. That's true. Even if you choose to do nothing, you should be able to make that choice. It's hmm. not really our place to get involved, is it? It's their society. They should try and Yeah, but somebody in this society stuff. asked me to help. I'm involved now. Perhaps we can meet with them, see how big a contingent it really is. If it's one or two... Hmm. Shouldn't that one or know. two people be able to make that choice for themselves, though? Like it, Indeed. It, you know, like a big group of people making a decision for everybody is what got us into this situation in the first place here in the Empire. You are correct. Cool. I'm glad you, I'm glad you guys are at least willing to, to hear it out. I mean, wandering through a city with creatures doing that thing with their eyes that yeah. sounds disgusting but uh, uh, well, we faced worse my idea would be to avoid them altogether, you know using many of our impressive magical feats so that we never have to see the things that do the thing that i don't want to think about or talk about okay well i'm gonna go to bed now because i have my own room you do <laughs> okay i'll see you tomorrow when we conspire against a dragon it's not the first time. And that's where we'll call the episode. Thanks for listening to Beholder's Eyes, Season 2, Episode 35, Bubbly Chicken Wine. This episode is one of the reasons I love this game. Yes, ending your way to a whole new approach to a classic spell like Goodberry, that's it's just so much fun. If you have a moment, please leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to support the show and have the means to do so, please sign up on patreon.com forward slash Beholders iPod. Make sure to check out our website, BeholdersiCast.com, and follow us on Twitter, at Beholders iPod. You can follow Ryan, who plays APU and Usk at DuffDuffTheThird, Ben, who plays Drathan and Garen at Miro4D2, Kim, who plays Zalara and Rosie at Metzgirl, and Sam, who plays Mole and Lynn at Samsalot007. Thanks! And we'll see you next week. Editing performed by Sam Canary. Music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd. Music from filmmusic.io. Teller of Tales, Village Consort, Willow and Light, Decline, Folkround, Echide, Chide, Soaring, Curse of the Scarab, and our story begins all by Kevin McLeod and Gothitech.com. This is under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 Licensing. CreativeCommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0. All sound effects by zapflat.com. Please check the show notes for further details. Thank you.